That should be the whole intro. Let's just. We're just gonna be scatting. Yeah, skip it do We're all terrible at it. This is the second episode we've started off with the Doug theme song. Just really? Yeah, episode one is uh did it did it do do. Oh, you're right. You did that. Yeah. Interesting. We're coming full circle. Banging on a trash can. Drumming on a street light. Uh, I don't care. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> 90s cartoons. <laughs> Intro! That's not the Doug theme song. The, the, Doug, yes. goes, the Doug theme song goes... Oh, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, that was the um, that was like the Nick one, and then one Saturday morning was different, and then the song we were just singing was from Doug's band that he started with Skeeter. No, no, that was from the Beats, which oh. are like a super popular band. What what was the Green Trash Boy's name from that? Skeeter. Uh, are you Trash no, Boy? That's, 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 Skeeter's blue. Roger. Yeah, Roger. Roger. I'm Roger colorblind, the trash so boy, yeah. eat my shorts <laughs> to use 90s parlance. <laughs> Mark, Mark, do the fucking introduction. Yes. No, 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 that, that Mark, <laughs> that song is from Doug's band. Because it's drum, it's like twanging on my banjo. One voice is calling me, calling me, calling, never mind. It's from the beat. No, it's not because Doug's Doug's the one with the banjo. to WTBI or What's the Big Idea. It is a uh, show where four relatively smart people talk about some relatively dumb stuff. We are taking home run swings in the dark on inventions or ideas or services that we can do all like the brain work for, basically the hard stuff. And then you listeners could take uh, and produce and start making money off of and then pay us on the back end. Cha-ching! I'm Kelsey. <laughs> I'm John. <laughs> Kelsey Moneybags Bedridge. <laughs> I'm Jared. <laughs> I'm Mark. <laughs> and this is the WTBI podcast. Um, we are running short on time this morning, and I want to emphasize the morning part, and also the short part, and also time, I guess. Um, does anybody have any quick trash fire ideas? Because we do not have time to, like, lounge about. I got a whole bunch of toilet ideas. Are you guys okay. ready? Right. Here we go. Three, two, one. crap. Let's burn those toilets. Okay, it's, have you ever flushed the toilet by, like, kicking the thing, like, with your foot? Yeah. 
No, no. Why? Because you don't want to no. touch it with your hand. Yeah, it's I was dirty gonna say, can, can we actually talk about that for a s- just real quick? Then we'll let you get to your. It, idea. It's gonna have to be on the order of magnitude of seconds, John. <laughs> so continue. Yes. But just like the disgustingness of having a handle instead of a pedal on the toilet. Like, why do our toilets not have pedals? That you push with your foot instead of touching the poop this container. This is coming from the person who thinks that bidets are gross. They are gross. That the water shooting out of the poop hole into your butt. Wait, hold on, hold on. Which doesn't actually That's clean not. your butt. Beow, beow, beow. We have an alarm. We need to figure out what John thinks of a day. <laughs> <laughs> I think we also, as part of this investigation, have to determine what he thinks a poop hole is. Yes, that's that is apt. <laughs> so, John. So, so, the, so the bidet is the water that shoots out of the basin of the toilet no. into your butt crack. It is no. not. That is not the source of that water. No, it's from. Well, I know it's not coming out of the like pool of water in the basin, but the little oh. spigot is still in there, and your poop still gets on it. No, no, no. What? This is what a bidet does. A bidet recirculates How much of a your poop water. Is your oh, wow? <laughs> okay, I didn't know you had such gross misconceptions about bidets. It turns out that poop water is an antiseptic, and so you can recirculate the poop water from the poop hole to the poop hole, as it were. <laughs> from poop hole does it come into poop hole does it return? Yes. Uh, oh man. Does anybody else have any ideas? Uh, I could have gone pro, but I never did. Yeah, you got, what do you got for us Do you have any garbage-ish ideas? I have something in here that says, just, this is all it says. just says, what's the uh uh-oh truck? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't this the struggle bus? No, I think this is following. This is something different? Yeah, yeah, I think this is like. I think you hire the uh uh-oh bus. Uh Uh-oh truck. The uh uh-oh truck to. Oh, to screw up somebody else's day. Oh no, that's oh. so mean. I have I have a much more wholesome use for the uh oh truck. Thank you, please yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yes. yeah. Alright. So I think what the uh oh truck could be is like if your kid's misbehaving at a playground or something like that. Uh oh. <laughs> exactly. Wholesome. Huh? Yeah, how's it's that? like a timeout. It's like a timeout oh. truck. Is it so the you like text and they come and then you l- put your kids in the back of the truck. Yeah, or like I think it's like uh, if there's like food trucks set up at a popular park or something, they'll just also set uh, up there. And it's, but it's not just like a punishment corner. It's also like I don't know. Maybe there's a counselor in there that talks to the kid about his issues and gives him a bottle of water. Yeah, I would we... never willingly put my child in the back of a truck with a stranger. And leave them there. Yeah, I was actually imagining. I thought you were gonna go the route of like, if a kid has like a potty accident, then the uh oh truck will help <gasps> with that situation. Oh, that brings like a fresh good. set of clothes and like yeah. a juice box or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's pretty and good. And a bidet. Yeah. Well, you don't want the poop to... water going on their butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any um. Anything else? I have no trash fire ideas. Okay. I have some real ideas. I've got some questions, like uh, like problems that I'd like to get solved. Go All for right. it. Okay, I, I would like a... I don't know exactly what this means, but I would like an easier fitted sheet for my bed. Like, 
it's easier to put on or it's, easier it's to everything fold or both. everything folding okay. especially like like i just like i don't understand why this I is so hard i'm like 29 years old and i still don't know how to fold a finished seat i usually just give up and just like cram it into a ball and throw it in my linen closet yeah absolutely i don't even put it in the closet i just shove it into some some space that it will fit into but and and i'm sure we could look up online and be like oh this is a really cool hack life hack to fold a fitted like i don't it's it's a sheet I don't want to have yeah. to life hack it. Yeah. Like, give me something easier. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. What about like a diaper-like thing, but for your bed? What if we re-engineered? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm, sorry. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, sorry. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I shouldn't just. You're right. I shouldn't immediately just tread over the diaper for a bed. <laughs> idea. Diapers are sort of easy, right? To put on a kid, and it covers everything like nicely. So why can't you do that for your mattress? Because your mattress doesn't have a crotch. And also, it's your like mattress that, is like. I'm not at saying least like literally a make child. a diaper and put it on your bed. I'm saying the principles that make diapers easy apply it to the mattress. So tape, right, or Velcro. So okay, so this was actually similar, somewhat along the lines of what I was thinking is to engineer, uh, like neodymium magnets into. You are obsessed with these goddamn <laughs> magnets. You're gonna have to explain. They're very good magnets. Me. They are. They're very good magnets. They're the best magnets. Kelsey's just mad because I bought like a hundred of them. <laughs> good <laughs> man. Get, oh, Can you tell so me cool. what? Is it? Is it just a strong magnet? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. It's extremely it's, strong. Like one that's the size of a quarter can hold like several pounds. Okay. It's not that yeah. he bought a hundred of them. It's that he bought a hundred of them and then started like playing with them, and then like. <laughs> Almost took the skin off his finger. Yep. And yep. I was like, why? Yeah. I got my friend uh, a, a couple, like, big ones. Not like, maybe, like, it would fit in the palm of your hand, but, like, they still right. had some mass to them. Um, I got them for him uh, because I had destroyed a cowbell of his. It's a long story. Um, but he <laughs> was like. economy thing, sure. <laughs> he opened. Well, we were trying to alter the cow. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> we, he, when he opened the box, uh, his, his girlfriend, now wife, uh, Heather was there. He, and he opened the box and he like looked at Heather and he looked at me and he was like, how did you know that I love magnets? And I was like, everybody loves magnets, man. <laughs> and then he proceeded to have almost ripped the skin off of his hand by putting, by putting them together. By putting them together. God, yeah. Yes. What is wrong with everyone? Boys? <laughs> Yeah, boys. I wasn't yeah, going to say that because so it sounds sexist. So we it does sound magnets. sexist. Continue, John. <laughs> so we engineer these magnets into the into the mattresses. So there's one on each of the corners. And then there's just like a very mm-hmm. sl- slim piece of metal in the corners of not a fitted sheet, but just like a normal ass sheet. Mm-hmm. And then when you put that on your bed, it snaps down against the sides of your mattress and you don't have to do anything. And there. Yeah, I like that. Wait. Serious question, though. Um, what about people who have, like, pacemakers? That's fair. The, I, don't, I think the, the magnets, like, they're very strong, but their field of magnetism is pretty small. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, but it, you could probably, you probably, as WTBI, we'd put that warning on there. That's true. John, I, is it a warning it. or is it a feature? Um, it's a warning. S- could we? Could we? Because copper bracelets are a thing. Right. I see. So you you mean you mean a feature not necessarily for people with pacemakers, but a feature that non-pacemakered people might appreciate, might find very attractive. 
Okay, in like a in like a new age medicine kind of way. And <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh God. I'm going back. That's fine. Yeah. No. Um, I, feel I like would it's say morally and ethically, I cannot <laughs> abide by yeah. this. <sighs> so I really, I think you, I think you basically solved the problem, John. I would say that one thing <clears throat> is, as per the folding, which I also want to be able to do. Will I be able to unfold if these magnets come into contact? With, or are they repulsing each other if you fold now, that Well, you made it so that the sheet has doesn't have magnets, right? Right, it's just right, it's just the, right, they're only built into the into the, the tips. mattress. Exactly. No, no, but the no, tips. no, there's just metal in the tips. And the metal's the Oh metal okay, it's just the bed. To the magnet, but it's I not see. magnetic itself. Wait, I see. I don't think that works. It's magnetic, but it is not a magnet. It is a magnetic metal, meaning it can it be, yeah. it will be attracted to magnets. It is but ferrous it, or something. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But how strong is that? I felt like I feel like the best. Strong enough to keep your sheet on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's happening on our fridge right now, where I'm hanging all that shit with neodymium magnets. <laughs> True, but it's not that hard to get those things off. I guess what I'm saying is, like, what if we create a scenario <laughs> where you're you constantly every morning have to put your sheet back on the magnets? Yeah, we'll figure it out. That's for product development. Yeah. As long as it's easier than a fitted sheet, people will buy it. Yeah. That's true. And almost anything so almost yeah. anything would be. Yeah, fitted sheets are the worst. No, I legit, like, yeah. my least favorite chore ever is putting on a fitted sheet onto a mattress. John, the thing that I like about this is that I think it also solves another problem that some people, depending on the organization of their rooms, have, which is that uh, when your bed is up in the corner, it's really hard to make it. <gasps> Yep. And yeah. it sounds like with this, you just kind of throw the sheet over there, yeah, and it just lashes yeah. on. Slip it, slip it into the crack, but you don't have yeah, to yeah. put your hands down there. It'll automatically kind of get pulled into uh, place. Right. That's, that's what are we point. talking about? There's two different things, right? There's the corner of the room, and then that's also not what like, that's not what Mark means. The... Mark that's is Mark. Mark wants to know what John means when he says slip your hand into the crack. John. John used some, I feel, purposely vague language there, and I want to... Sorry, I was specifically thinking about our bed, and... Oh, okay. Like, okay. our, our okay. mattress is, like... Fits really well into the frame. Yeah, but there's, like, yeah, there's, like, a quarter inch on either side. So my fingers constantly get pinched, which is why I really hate putting on... Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Mm. Okay. Cool. Okay, great. Um, So, I really like that idea. I have an idea that... I would say it's one of my realist ideas or something, but it's 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 too perfect of a segue to ignore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So magnets. We just use magnets to solve a problem of adhesion. Like we need two things to come together. Let's use a magnet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so that was that was a solution for a lot of things. And then people wanted to be able to turn their magnets on and off, and so we got electromagnets, which was very useful. Uh-huh. For this, we could use electromagnets Ooh, to turn to turn the magnets off in the bed so that we can take the sheet off very easily. I think another ch- a challenge that magnets can't overcome yet is an issue of specificity. So, for example, imagine we have two magnets. We want to bring them together. Or two magnetic things, bring them together. That's fine. We want to bring them together and control when they come together. We can use electromagnets. But now imagine we have two pairs of magnets, number one and two, and A and B. And we only want one and two to come together, and we only want A and B to come together. We don't want A and one to come together. So my idea is that we have an oscillating magnetic pair, which is that we take the electromagnetic idea and put the electromagnet on a pattern, 
for instance, two off, four on, 26 off, 32 on. But these units of on and off are like nanoseconds or milliseconds. And, and, the, and the two magnets that are supposed to be paired, one and two or A and B, are on the same cycle. So that when they match up, they're only feeling each other's attraction during that time. And the other magnets, which are on a different pattern, are not feeling that attraction. And then we can control it with like these different patterns. And so now we can have different pairs of magnets that are able to recognize only their pair. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I... What would this be used for? Yeah, right, so, that is so, also what I'm... So I'm, I was thinking that you could use it for basically really intricate assembly of things where you can turn on all of your different pairs of magnets and they'll all match up and then they're connected to whatever things need to be assembled. And So you get like your new Klorg Barg dresser from Ikea and you just press the series and it self-assembles? Is that the... Idea. Yeah, you could do something like that, or maybe if you wanted, to, I imagine you could use it for like a bigger application for like assembly of things in like where 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 manned assembly is not feasible. So like in space or at the bottom of the ocean or something like that. Hmm. And since you can program these different magnets, you could also like you can turn make them repulse each other, so that you can also have like controlled disassembly of things and then reassemblies. So yeah, that's that's the main idea i mostly thought of the idea of like oscillating the pairs and then i was trying to think of different applications for it so that was what my main question was was about applications for something like that because it felt like an interesting idea to me but i was trying to think of different ways that magnets are currently used that they might that these might be able to help like improve that i feel like the positioning of if one magnet is turned on and the other is not then mm-hmm. you're not going to get attraction. Is that right? Right. That would be I the idea. I think that's the idea. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's not, I mean, yeah. It, you're not really, like, making distinct pairs. You're just, like, whatever's on is on. If two are on, then yes. It's like a logic statement, right? Right. But they're, but they're, they're they can be on at, I guess, be, my, my, my thought, this is, like, the concept that I get would have to be tested is that, <clears throat> Because they're on and off, switching on and off in such really small uh, times, that effectively they're always staying in contact with each other, or they're always attracting each other. But the other magnets that are just as close are not feeling the attraction, because in a really short time interval, they're actually off when the other one is on. I mean, I, I think it might actually be better to run a reverse current through the other through the ones that you don't want. Yeah, I, and this I is all know. a matter of testing, I guess, but, like... Also, I think it could work. I just think it'll take a much longer time than you might be anticipating, Jared. A longer time to do to do what? To, for them to find their correct uh, partner. Like, I think you're going to have a lot of non-specific interactions. Sorry, this is getting really scientific. Um, That's fine. Yeah, I was just trying to, I was just trying to think of... Because we can't we can't test to see if it works. So I was trying to think of let's if if the concept is at least sound in concept, then. But, but like from a basic standpoint, right? You you have two polarities, right? You basically have positive or negative. So if okay. one and two are pairing and A and B are pairing, mm-hmm. but they're both using positive magnetic field, mm-hmm. how much does it matter that you're oscillating the the amount it's on and off? 
when it's just positive to positive. I mean, it's yeah, only positive, positive when it's on. Or positive to negative, sorry. Yeah, it, it only has a magnetic field when the pulse <laughs> is on. Right, so it would be, it would basically one magnet, like A would be blind to the existence of magnet two. I think because it, it doesn't better, sense magnetic wait, field. So it would be better if you just had it going from positive to negative to positive to negative. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, you those have to, phases yes. because otherwise, yes, it, otherwise you're going to have a, too much <clears throat> non-specific effects. Okay. I like that. If you're, if you're yeah. just pulsing positive to negative constantly, like one is positive, two is negative constantly, yeah, you just get a... It's just a essentially a positive and negative field interacting. Right, but you but if you but then you only it, have two yeah. pairs. No, it's not. It's not because Jarrett's concept still applies. You just have the phase of positive negative for both of them. Yeah, yes. so it's, yeah, it's perfectly I li- out of phase, right? Yeah, right. I like not, that. So so instead of being yeah. instead of being on and off, it's positive negative, and the timing is still a critical. Like they still have it's to match. Still up a critical them. factor. Yeah. Sorry. So if it's. Only two things can be perfectly out of phase with one another, right? So right. how are there more than two magnet pairs in this situation? No, because yeah, no, so you, because you have, let's say the phase is like thirty degrees or whatever, like. So not perfectly out of phase. Yeah, I think I think Mark's point is that we have one pattern and then we have another pattern, and let's say they're completely inverses of each other, where every on is an off for the other pattern. I think that that's true, that you can only have two pairs that are perfectly like that. I think that the the question of how many pairs you can fit into there where the net attraction to its correct pair would be like an experimental thing. Like, we, I'm, not, I'm not sure how you would figure out. Maybe, like, oh, there's an overlap of, like, 10% in these, and that's not enough to, like, actually bring them together. I can't imagine nobody's ever done this. Yeah, I feel like this... Uh, the, I, I, I would vote that we table this one. This will be the first time ever. And we go look at it, and then come back next week, maybe, and, and discuss more. Because th- this yeah. does require a bit of scientific investigation. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Because I think it's a very interesting idea, and now I, I really want to read about it. Because somebody has to have done this. Um, so, quick story for the comedy podcast. Have I told you guys <laughs> uh, about the time I tried to create an electromagnet? You have told me about this. And okay. Now. Uh... Well, listeners, and also John, Jarrett, and Kelsey, um, uh, in college, I, I'm, I don't know, I was trying to like loft a bed, and one of the pegs that I used to that you used to loft the bed got like fell down into the the first bed, the lower bed. That um, happened to me and too. I was trying, yeah, weird, Kelsey. It's almost like, yeah, hmm, it seems like um, a common thing. So I tried to like get it out. I tried like tape on the end of another peg, and it like didn't work. And I was like, wait a minute, these are like these are metal like i tested it they're like magnetic um or they, they could be um and so <laughs> i had a length of speaker wire and i was like i oh, can no. i can make an electromagnet and so oh, i like God. stripped both ends of the speaker wire <sighs> i wrapped it super super tight around the length of the peg and oh, then no. i inserted one stripped end oh. of the speaker wire into uh one hole of the wall outlet god which is alternating current because I'm a dumbass. Yeah. Um, and then, again, relatively... <laughs> yeah. Um, we're relatively smart people. We're not absolutely smart. And then I took the other end of the speaker wire and put it in the other end of the alternating current uh, outlet. And I, I I blew the power for the whole floor of my dorm. And everybody <laughs> okay, was really mad. Yourself. 
people <laughs> the people were in the shower and like like they couldn't dry their hair. One girl was extremely upset that someone that somebody had had blown the fuse for the for the building, and I did not admit that it was me. Did the, were, the, were the investigators able to come in and like look at it and say somebody somebody tried to make an electromagnet again? This is the fifth goddamn time this month. I, I don't think they allocated like resources to investigate how it happened. It was pretty easy to see who did it because there was just like a whole bunch of like iron stuck to Mark's door. <laughs> it was like not... all the computers flew down the <laughs> hall. Magneto situation. Yeah, yeah, there was a a small EMP from his room. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the blast right next to his bed. My roommate at the time, who was a computer scientist, when I told him about this, he was like, you're a moron. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. That's too much. Does anybody else have any ideas? Magnet-based or not magnet-based? <laughs> I mean, I have I still my backlog of ideas, but if you guys don't want to... Yeah, throw oh, no. yeah. Yes, yes, oh, yes, 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 Rapid please. fire a couple of them. Let's do it. Okay. We have time so... for, yeah, a, a couple, probably. All right. Um, this is sort of inspired by a Mythbusters episode that I remembered randomly, um, where they were trying to test the tensile strength of duct tape, um, and they, like, literally cut a car in half and then duct taped it back together and saw if it could drive and it could so to me that says duct tape is the fucking strongest fucking shit on the planet so let's make a lot of products out of duct tape like backpacks what bags vases but yeah yeah that was yes, part of it right um like Kelsey, so to your point uh-huh. so duct duct tape super tough yeah so you want to make things out of duct tape. Yeah, they'll never break. Now, does the... And if you need to fix it, you just add more duct tape. So... <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey, have you... I, I'm interested... Yeah, I, Jared, Jared you, you might actually be saying the same thing that I am, so go ahead. Okay. I, I, I just feel like a brief, like, trip to, I don't know, maybe Etsy, or, like, <laughs> my high school, yep. or... You know, around especially around prom time or something like like it seems that this is a thing people are doing. Maybe maybe they're doing it in a small scale, and you want to do it on a bigger scale. Well, I, making things out of duct tape. I oh, yeah. think we're gonna rebrand it because I don't think you need for the products. You don't need the the adhesive part. Like you just need the tensile strength of the duct tape backing. In order to repair garments, you need the adhesive part. Exactly. So yeah. So the repair stuff has the adhesive on it. But all the original stuff. But all the original stuff is just sewn from the. Yeah. But I mean, currently, I think what people are doing is they take you know you take two pieces of duct tape and you put the sticky sides together and now you have, mm-hmm. the thing right. and then you make stuff out of that. Um, right. So, yeah, because I I've, so the things that I've seen made out of duct tape are wallets, dresses, mm-hmm. backpacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, some I like almost pants. Yeah, did you make uh, it somewhere? No, it was given to me as a gift. Okay, what is what's the biggest thing you want to see made out of duct tape, Kelsey? Like not necessarily volume big, but like the 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 newest the thing you haven't seen before that you really oh. want to. I think they might have done some Mythbusters, but they made a. I think they you can even make like bridges and stuff out of duct tape. Hmm. So okay. maybe that's maybe that's the difference here. Maybe. 
you know, a lot of people make backpacks and shit like that out of duct tape. That's not what we're going to do. We're going to make industrial equipment from duct tape. And how, it, does, how does sorry, duct tape, how does duct tape, duct tape, I know, you know, waterproof and you, it's hard to tear in the wrong direction and everything. How does it stand up to heat? Not well, I don't. I don't think, think well. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it it holds up okay because it's duct tape. It's for oh, taping yeah. air ducts. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. it it's able to stand up to at least some heat. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe what WTBI produces is blueprints, and we sell the blueprints, and it's for mm-hmm. more, um, yeah, more industrial type stuff. So like people who are in a pinch in a weird place, like maybe you're doing an excavation in Saudi Arabia and you need to cross a bridge. So you like crack your whip across and swing across while holding the duct tape. And then... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're missing an opportunity also in the entertainment sector, uh, especially Uh with the advent of Nintendo Labo. Because they, okay. they're selling cardboard. Nintendo. It's genius. It's perfect. It's so good. They're, they're selling, like, pieces of cardboard that have, like, demarcations in specific places where you fold it or cut it or whatever. Um, that end up making things like a fishing rod or, like, a little mini piano or um, a robot uh, type thing. Uh, and these integrate into the Nintendo Switch controllers uh, and, like, it what? becomes a cool little game or whatever. I feel what? like we could. Do you not know about Nintendo Labo? No, that's cool. It, yeah, you it's can look the it coolest up. shit ever. Um, it's so smart. Uh, but we could like do a collaboration with Nintendo where we do the same thing, but with like rolls of duct tape, and we just give instruction manuals on how to like build a sword out of duct tape, or um, some some other stuff. The only thing that came <laughs> to my head was a sword. I don't know about duct tape sword would work actually. Not it'd be it would be safe. It wouldn't be a real sword. But, but it, it would, would be, also be like I don't know, noodly. <laughs> I think you, you have can. To I think m- if you... make it correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a There's solid a sword. Yes, this is yeah. yeah. Hey, you put a piece of metal inside it. Yeah, I don't. I think if you make it correctly, you don't need to. Okay. We're spending a lot of time on duct tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd okay. like to move on if that's cool. All right. Okay, we have um, yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah, let's okay. do a couple products by association. Why don't you tell us what okay. it is first? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. So, welcome to Products by Association, the segment where we generate random phrases and then come up with new products based on those phrases. And then, of course, you have to make them. We're still not... We're not actually making these things. Right. We're just coming we, up with the idea. We're telling you what the product could be, and then you go ahead and do that thing, and then give us that that money. Exactly. All right, so today's first phrases, railway crush or eggnog kite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kite, <laughs> Eggnog kite sounds like the kind of, like, weirdo holiday tradition that like uh, the Dutch Amish would have or something like that. Not to disparage the Dutch Amish, but like some some population that's been cut off from like society at large. 
what is this though? I don't understand. I still don't P- paint me a word. Wait, 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 wait. That brings eggnog in the middle of the, <laughs> the festival of the long night. This is so perfect because we can just make up some sort of holiday tradition that's been cut off from the world that no one knows about. And we'll bring the eggnog kite in at Christmas this year as the next big thing. Yeah. I mean, there's precedent for it, right? Because, like, um, uh, Elf on a Shelf wasn't a thing until recently. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good example. (laughs) Do you not like Elf on a Shelf? I fucking hate Elf on a Shelf. Do you hate Elf on the Shelf or do you hate the Facebook posts about Elf on a Shelf? Uh, Okay, yes. I hate the... Exactly. I hate the social media... presence that has grown around elf on a shelf i think the idea is decent like keep your kids in line all year by threatening them with an ephemeral force that lives in your home that seems real healthy but uh yeah is that what you think elf on the shelf is that's what elf on the shelf is the elf sits on the shelf and judges the kids throughout the year is there a camera inside of it no it's an ephemeral being that just knows when the kids are it's basically like a piece of santa's soul that's trapped on your mantle. Is, is, Elf, is Elf on a Shelf a mythos, or is it like a physical thing that you buy? I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Mark? I think we need to have a new, like, a new segment where John explains like normal, everyday items, and we're all just like, wow. Yep, uh-huh. <laughs> so what do you think Elf on a Shelf is? I don't know. This is this is. Yeah. I've, I've only heard know. the name before, so yeah, same. You're kind of telling me. Really? Sure that's what it is. No, I thought it was oh, like man. sort of like the pick the the pickle thing. I thought it was oh, like the, the what? No. Okay, you put a pickle like a, a pickle or a pickle ornament onto your Christmas tree, and the uh, first person to find it gets an extra present. What this is, is happening? <laughs> What is that going is a on? Midwest tradition. Why can't we never Kelsey, did this? But I've Kelsey, heard of other people who did this. Kelsey, oh did you say you put it on the tree? Yes, you put it. So on you the have tree. you have kids going around the tree. Like, gotta find the pickle. Gotta find the pickle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, okay, Come on, where's that pickle? Where's that pickle? Gotta find that pickle. <laughs> Uh, okay. Holy crap. Elf uh, Christmas shelf. pickle? Oh my god, this Kelsey just Googled it. Christmas, Christmas pickle is a thing. Of course I'm it sure is. it is. I, I, I never doubted that Assholes? it was a thing. Oh god, don't send us uh, a link. That's too bad. the most too right. horrible thing I've ever seen. Mark, what is oh. Elf on a Shelf? Elf on a Shelf, to my understanding, because I've also never done it, but like uh, on the 12 days of Christmas or 13, whatever, however many days of Christmas, um... The elf on a shelf, uh, maybe for like the whole month of December? Hell, I don't know. Uh, like an elf comes to your house and you have like a kid, right? And uh-huh. you explain to the kid that the elf is one of Santa's elves and they're here to make sure that you're good for uh, up until Christmas um, so that you can get all the presents or whatever. And yep. in order to convince the child, that the, the, the child who doesn't know any better that you're lying to, um, that this is in fact true... You move the elf to different locations every night when the child's asleep, <laughs> and so it becomes this fun thing. It's like, right. oh, where's the elf this morning? And then you'll like find him in the bathroom with the toothbrush because he's brushing his teeth, or mm-hmm. um, 
other place. Like, you know. It, I've heard of parents doing that the entire year. Really? Really? Yeah. That's like a, a lot. That's a, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit extra. A bit extra is my favorite thing. Thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> I didn't come up with it. You have to thank the teenagers of America. Oh, okay. Um, I will never thank them for anything. Um, <laughs> okay, so eggnog kite, we're good, I think. Yep. Yeah. All right, here we go. The next two. All right, island building, pump heat. Those are just things. Um, Wait, was that well, was that two? Two different things: island building or pump heat. Yep. Pump heat. Pump heat. Pump heat. Pump. Pump heat. Pump heat. Pump heat. Pump heat. All right, let's go on to the next one. Yep. Pump heat. No pump heat. Kelsey switched it so I can keep reading it. Um, all right, we got a dad seashore or a breed son. S-U-N. Wow. Lots of themes. Dad seashore, breed son. Oh, my. I mean, is this like the thing that turtles do? Dad Seashore sounds like, um, uh, you know, like uh, people who are searching for metal objects on the beach. Uh-huh. Dad Seashore sounds like that, but like items that specifically dads want to find. Or it's like a resort where they've like planted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So correct. What? I'm what are the? Pretty sure that the only people metal detecting on beaches are in fact dads. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. What? Right, but what so items? John's idea is really great that you just like plant random shit into into the. Oh, into it's the, yeah, it's an all-inclusive for resort yeah. for dads. Yeah, dad seashore. I love it. It's so good. It so is I'm really a, good. I'm assuming that the dads don't know that this is planted, right? Right. Oh. Or maybe they do. They gotta I know. Mean, they have gonna, to. They have to know like, something's up when they see other dads finding stuff also well no they'll just be like oh a ship must have crashed here thousands of years ago depositing (laughs) so that's part i think that's part of the mythos that you build and maybe there's different like parts of the island like it's this kind of like jurassic park-ish island where like Mm. one seashore has like dinosaur bones and like one has like pirate treasure magnetic that's true. Yeah, that's true. You'll, you'll have to use sonar or something. <laughs> what uh? What kind of stuff? Yeah. So so you said things that dads want to find. What are the things that dads? Is it yeah, is it dinosaurs? What are things or? dads want to find? I don't know. Like don't I dads f- like weird historical shit? Like pirate respect. Shit, you know? Nah. Res- most dads have that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or fear. They'll take both. <laughs> Whichever one works. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think what the the best dad find could be. I don't know. What did dads like? Mm. I feel like like it's something like, oh, this is an object that I recognize, but my kids won't, and I'll get to explain it to them. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking, like, historical shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe maybe just something from their childhood, you know? Like one of the, an old, an old, old, old Pepsi bottle, like the way we used to have it, or like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's detectable because it has a lot of lead in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I like that a lot, actually. All right, that's pretty good. I think we can, yeah, we can develop the Dad Seashore Resort based on that. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. All right, cool. Here we go. Your next two are Spark Yak or... 
com compete rail. Spark yak. Yeah, that is Spark a yak. that is a that is a nice that's a nice phonetic. It really does. Yeah, it makes a good website, sparkyak.com. What is on Sparkyak? Wait, is Sparkyak a website? It doesn't have to be, but it does it does sparkyak.com. But yeah. I mean, originally Sparkyak? I would have It sounds like an idea farm or something like that. Oh. Like you go there to get ideas. Like, you know, spark Oh, things. it's like a Yahoo, but instead of like a search engine, it's an idea engine. Right. But what, what if, if it what if, what if it's guys, not a I a, I've broken this wide open. Um, I also feel that I've broken this wide open. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, maybe. Continue. You'll have to trust me if I say that it was the same one. But continue. Okay. Spark Yak is a... And I've been running into this problem uh, for a couple weeks now. I, I, I have trouble coming up with fresh uh, ideas for WTBI. For us to talk about. Mm -hmm. Spark Yak is the epistatic think tank to the WTBI podcast. Yes. It, they come up with ideas that we put on the podcast. <laughs> we are the bottleneck. <laughs> oh, it's the other podcast that we listen to, and then we come to WTBI. <laughs> is Spark so is Spark Yak to you, is that a group? Mark, like a group of people, thinkers? Yes, but it's like a free... It's not just people who are like in the industry. The industry? Um, it is people who are like a varied interest and history and backgrounds, and yeah. they... It's more... It's less restricted than WTBI is, uh, because we're certainly that, and uh, more like freeform, you know? It's more freeform than WTBI. Yes. I'm having a tr yeah. I'm really having trouble so, with that. Sort of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have Spark Yak making the ideas. Mm -hmm. We have our listeners making the ideas. <laughs> That's true. Uh -huh. <laughs> have we just written WTBI out of the equation? No. We are the we necessary gotta, gotta, filter. We're the middlemen. Yes. That's we all we... Them. That's, listeners the ideas that's all we've ever been that's all we've ever wanted to be it's true we, we've yep. done it we solved everything that's the most american bullshit i've ever <laughs> one day one day we're just going to like we're gonna put our microphones back up to our computers and play an episode of spark yak and then just have that be the wtbi episode <laughs> <laughs> we're just not gonna do anything at all and then we'll have really made it all right Let's talk about plain vegetables. No, 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 no. We're going to start over. I... <laughs> the most boring product we've ever come up with. <laughs> I don't know, like maybe tomatoes or something, maybe cucumber. <laughs> Whatever, that's fine. That's a plain. Um, what? Don't worry about it. Was it a correction about tomatoes nope. being a vegetable? Nope. <laughs> All right. Tell me about Druid Sigma or Food Shadow. Food what? Shadow. Shadow. Food Shadow. Food Shadow. I feel like Food Shadow could be a term 
you know, after you've eaten and it isn't sitting really well with you, or it's like you ate too much or something, uh-huh. it's the, you're now in the, in the food shadow, or that is your food shadow that's kind of following you around. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would market the term, but that's what that <laughs> makes me think of. What if you could not only eat the food, but also the shadow? One might argue that when you eat the food, you do eat the shadow. Yeah, I would also argue that. Since it's gone, just because there is no more shadow. But what if you could also eat the shadow? Oh my god. (laughs) I'm listening. I'm not following, but I'm listening. All I'm saying is what if you could also eat the shadow? Guys, 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 guys. I think I get it, Mark. What if... You could eat the shadow. Right. You know? God. You know what he's... Do you, do you get it? What I if you... Shadow, the shadow goes away. No, no, As you no, eat John. your food, the shadow goes away. But John, no, no, John, no, guys. John, John, John. You, you can eat you can the eat shadow. The shadow. Okay, so I have my piece of lasagna. Yep. That's right. That's right. Well, and then yes. It's, on a, yes. it's on a plate. That's right. It's, uh-huh. it's, nice, it's nicely lit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a shadow at 45 degrees. Okay. All right, I put my fork in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I put the bite in my mouth. That's right. Of oh, the shadow or the food? That's right. Which well, one did um, you put the, the fork food. in? The food. But no, John, well, you what if... You could also what eat if, the shadow. What if you could eat the shadow? God damn it. <laughs> but the shadow goes That's right. away. But when you eat it. <laughs> when you eat it. What happens to the food when you eat the shadow? Oh. I was not prepared for that question. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the questions one could have asked, I was not prepared to answer that one. That's my job. That is a Ask deep intellectual me. question. Oh, boy. <laughs> hard questions. Kelsey, what do you think happens to the food? I think the food gets very warm. What? I was imagining it also disappear. Yeah, I like that. And I was going to market some idea to get rid of your guys' shadow so we can end this podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ, Kelsey. (laughs) Holy shit. That was fucked up. I was going for the long burn. (laughs) My God. I've... Kelsey, I feel like you just threatened not to kill us, but to undo us. And like... (laughs) Some very deep cosmic sense. Uh, uh uh Jesus Christ. But Kelsey, 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 Kelsey. What if you could eat the shadow? Jarrett? (laughs) My question still stands regardless of the consequences. Yeah, I I think we've hit a point of no return. Um... Is it time to close it out? Yes. I see. <laughs> I, can, I can see the shadow of the future, and it has Mark giving the outro. You, you can just eat it, and we, it's fine. <clears throat> oh, we'll just keep doing this for infinitum. Cool. Well, we could close out the show by we all eat our own shadows. Mm. And then we can see what happens after that, because it's probably not good. Like it. <laughs> That actually, that, that begs an interesting question, because I'm sitting next to Kelsey, and my shadow's normal. Mm-hmm. 
Kelsey has no shadow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm, that makes yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it took you five years to notice this. <laughs> in fact, have you ever seen me in a mirror? Have I ever seen you outside? Do any of us have any pictures of Kelsey? Is Kelsey a shadow? Is that what we're stumbling upon? <laughs> <laughs> Is Kelsey my shadow? No, because I have a shadow. <laughs> I just said that only a little while ago. Wait, 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 John. If Kelsey's your shadow, then who's your shadow? Next time on WTBI. Dung dung. Dung dung. Wait, I'm writing this down. I'm making creepy outro music for this episode. Oh, good. <laughs> like horror oh music. God. Oh, my God. I love it. All right. Before we eat our own shadows, we should probably tell people how to find our podcast. We probably should. God knows why they would ever want to. But That's okay. true. <laughs> now that we've exposed the truth. <laughs> shadows are edible. And yeah. something. <laughs> something bad happens when you see them. Thank yeah. you, everybody, so much for listening to this thing that we do together. We very this, much appreciate it. Yeah, um, we, especially for getting through this one. Um, yes, this was a rough and raw kind of episode. Jared, I don't know if you're going to have to put any editing juice into this. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw it up there, and they're just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> um. <laughs> this has been WTBI, where it's a big idea. Um, I might not we... even sync it up. <laughs> Everything seems like laughing at inappropriate. It won't uh, even matter. <laughs> um, Good. It's going to sound like one of us has like precog abilities. Just like yeah, exactly. Before the punchline hits. Um, we appreciate you listening, and if you, uh, if you could, tell... A friend, a family member, a stranger, uh, just to Google WTBI podcast. We are the first several results, uh, and we'd really appreciate you doing that. Um, especially strangers. Yes, mm-hmm. especially strangers. Um, Talk to strangers. If they invite you in, say yes. Do not get in the back of the uh-oh truck. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> oh, boy. Um... If you'd like to to send us uh, suggestions or or different ideas or anything like that, uh, feedback also is welcome as long as it's positive. Uh, You can send it to us um, uh, at at the WTBI uh, podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at the the WTBI podcast. Um, Yeah. Um, our, Our email for harsh criticism is congress at uh, wow. gov.gov. Yeah. Wow. Topical. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, let's cut that. Uh, <laughs> Famous last <laughs> words to ensure it doesn't yeah. get cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anybody else have anything to say? Uh, um, yes. I love you, listener. We yes, all we, love you. Listener. We love we you and care for you, you deeply. Thank you listener. for coming to see us. Yes. Yeah. And our shadows. Mm. Mm. Please try oh. my shadow. God, we have to <laughs> say say the words, Mark. 
Would you like a plate of my shadow? I just made what? it this morning. This has been... W-T-B! We, we, we have to do the intro. We have to, we have to say our names again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm Kelsey. Welcome to WTBI. No. The podcast where we... What are we doing this podcast, Mark? <laughs> well, we're taking, I'm Kelsey. Uh, <laughs> God. We apologize, listener, for making you suffer through the final minutes of this podcast. Like watching it try to scream out its last breaths. Guys, I'm going to start playing the intro music right now. No, no matter what. It's already been put in. No. <laughs> Anyways, right. uh, fuck. I'm Kelsey. I'm John. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Which one again? Yes, sure. Please. I'm Kelsey. Kelsey, just do it for John. Just Fucking do it shit. for. <laughs> I'm Kelsey. <laughs> I'm Jarrett. No, no, let's do it one last time. I'll be serious this time. Go. I'm Kelsey. I'm John. I'm Jarrett. And I'm Mark. And we appreciate you being here. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> well, this was relatively successful, I think. It's good enough. I think there's some funny <laughs> shit in there. I, I think. Don't know. That was a. I don't know. There was, yeah, there was some rough spots, but that's fine. We were all waking up. Uh, do we want to stop recording now? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was a good. <laughs> that was gonna. That's just that is gonna be the after credits. So. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be three minutes of silence and then that at the very yeah. end. <laughs> Blah. Blah. I like that idea. Oh uh, wait, I'm writing this down. I'm making creepy outro music for this episode.